West Virginia Uncommonplace. Before our guest comes on, I would like to introduce him. His name is Lotus Jackson. Hails from Hayward, Washington, near Seattle. He's a transplant from California originally, raised by a single mom and his three brothers. They went around uh, beatboxing and dancing around the city. Um, he is a unique, soulful, folk-style, R&B style. Um, and he has hits that have been spanning the last few years, and he's here today to talk to us about what's going on with him and his latest release and the remix to his latest release. Virginia Commonplace, today I got a special guest, Lotus Jackson. Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Jackson, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. You know, I woke up today, you know, I took my vitamins, I took my fish oil, you know, I made a nice little bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and and I'm breathing, man. Okay, okay. Now let's get into to what the business is. You are a artist, correct? Yes, yes. I'm an R&B artist slash producer slash engineer, creative, creative person. All right. So it sounds like to me that you are the type of person that you don't put inside a box. Because I've seen a lot of titles. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, over the over the time, I, I've uh, I've conditioned myself to be able to. Okay, now here's my first question for you because we're going to do everything organic, but sometimes we just got to uh, roll through some of the harder questions early. Tell us about your upbringing and your beginnings. I'm oh, sorry, you, you cut for just a second. What was that question again? Um, t tell me about your upbringing, your beginnings. Oh, okay, so uh, let's see, going back as far as I can remember, one of my earliest memories, I gotta say, was living out of a Motel 6. I don't say this to like kind of bring a sad story, sad story or anything, but um, that is truly one of my earliest memories. And, um, you know, it, it took some growing up to really understand where I was coming from, you know, my family, where we were, uh, in order to get that bigger general picture. Um, I got three brothers, um, immediate brothers, and I also have a half-sister. found out about my half-sister when I was in middle school, and that was on my father's side. Um, I come from a broken home. You know, we got... Uh, Biracial family. My mother, she's a Jewish, German, and French, and and uh, my father, he's African American. Um, but my, my dad wasn't in my life uh, basically at all, you know, growing up. So my my mom, you know, she kind of had it really really rough coming up. So you know, we felt the backlash of that being you know kids tossed into this crazy you know situation. Um, but you know, she she did a good job. You know, she really uh, she raised us with with morals, with manners, respect. Uh, and uh, we bounced around a lot. We're from Los Angeles. Uh, we're all born in San Luis Obispo, California. Me and my three brothers. Okay. Um, and I want to say up until about like third grade, I think that was the first time we made our way up to Washington. Um, you know, we made a big transition, and then from Washington, we moved to California, stayed probably I think with our grandma or someone. Uh, me and the whole family, my mom, my three brothers. So for in total of four boys. You know, Jamal didn't have any girls. Um, but then in about fifth grade, we moved back up to Washington State. And I stayed, we, we all stayed out there in Washington State uh, until 2012. In 2012, I decided, you know, if I'm going to be an artist, if I really want to keep making music, you know, if I want to do something about it, I, I got to put myself around other creative people on a large scale. So 2012, you know, why everyone's like, 
world's gonna end, you know, so I was gonna have like, you know what, a transition is definitely gonna happen. I moved back uh, to California. Um, I had a health and fitness background working in personal training. Um, so finding workout in California, they're very health conscious out there. It, it wasn't hard for me. So I found myself working at a high-end holistic wellness detoxing center in West Hollywood. And that's where I made the bulk of my connections while, you know, initiating my, my trip to Los Angeles. All right, so once you got to Los Angeles, you know, you're West, West Hollywood, then you managed Los Angeles. You're you're out here um, on the little strip. That's where I met you at. And you're not like anybody else out there on the strip because other people out there, they're handing out CDs. They're doing this and that. But you're actually out here. You're going to let somebody get a piece of your music, but you're throwing them right there in your social media at the same time. You, you're putting someone on Instagram. You're taking pictures. You're... You're actually treating the fan like they're the celebrity. You know, that's why I believe in, man. I believe in, uh, yeah, you give back what you put out, you know, and uh, everything I do, I do for God, you know, because so, I know God's judging me, God's always testing me. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what would I want to hear growing up? What would I want to hear, you know, when I'm, when I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do with my life, you know? And, and that's just, you know, kind words from somebody you know someone you don't know someone that you know someone that could change your life that you didn't even expect that's the kind of like movie i'd watch you know so i do my best to try to like to live that life you know okay so now let's get deep into the music real quick what was the first song you ever put out this first song i ever put out uh i gotta say it was oops Take your time with that one. Take your time with that one. It was, it was the song called Dip, and um, man, shout out to my boy Adrian uh, because he was one of the first people who who believed in me. Told me that I had some writing of you know talents, and he uh, he's one of my friends from Washington State, and he said, okay, you want to cut a song? Let's go, man. He had his whole system, his uh, condenser mic. Computer and the preamp, it all—it was all set up in my other buddy uh, Eric Donkey's house downstairs. We went in there, and then um, you know, the song was like, uh, "I fell in love with you from the moment I saw you. I had to get at you because there was no one else for me." And I was my boy who wrote that, but I was singing it, and the way it came out because he made the beat in front of me, he wrote the lyrics and stuff, and just the, just the way it came out from nothing to a beat to a vocal, to a vibe, that was shocking for me. And that song, Dip, that was the first one that we put out. Okay. Now, let's move it in between times. So you're making music independently, correct? Correct. So when you're making your music independently, what has made you stay independent this long and not sign a major deal? Um... I would say that uh, that I've had opportunity to present itself while you know my stay in Hollywood, um, and I think that I'm not some cookie cutter, you know, where you can just put me in this, you know, in this realm, and then I'm gonna flourish, but you know, because it's like what's what's being around, um, and I find that uh, I have I'm, I'm one of those people that has to take the harder route, and I have to build up by myself because. Um, it's hard. It's hard for me. I've always had a hard time with the authority. I've always had a hard time with a boss or a manager or a dictator. It's, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, don't get me wrong, though, because leadership comes in all forms, and I think that leadership can really help to change someone's life. And uh, I just personally chose, you know, the life of the leader. 
know. So um, with with today's technology and with with uh, with the, you know with with all the with all the, the ability that we have at our disposal, you know, you could you could literally build your own show from your cell phone and then be just as profitable as the major as the major networks, you know, if not more profitable and successful. So um, I feel like you know I want to be a made person that made myself, and I want to be the leader. And, and see, I get that from a lot of people that I've talked to because the last few interviews that I've done, um, a lot of people said that it's better going this independent route because, like I said, I've, I've looked look at it too from the social media platforms because uh, we'll, we'll take away Vine because Vine's gone. But you take, for instance, you, you have such a strong Instagram presence. No telling what you're doing on Snapchat, you know. Um, cameo out there, Twitch for whatever reason, and definitely YouTube. Which platform do you use the most, like, as of yesterday, to promote your music? Yeah, uh, I, I use Instagram mostly. Mostly, mostly Instagram. Uh, but I have uh, YouTube that's connected to it and the Facebook. Facebook and Instagram, as far as the business side goes, those are pretty much one of the same as well. Okay. You have the same business model. Okay. Now, what about Snapchat? Are you doing something a little extra over there? Premium content? Blase ball? Shoot, man. I, I try to carry out, carry out my Instagram posts and just, you know, bring them over to Snapchat. It's just that, uh, I want to say a couple years ago, you know, when Snapchat was the only way you could put out the little short little videos, you know, when Vine was doing it also, and then Instagram started doing that as well. So, uh, you know, I just been, I'm like, oh, I ain't got to go to Snapchat as much anymore, so I can do everything on my story. So I'm, I'm pretty frequent, you know, I'm, I'm pretty regular on my Instagram stories uh, in, in place of Snapchat. And, and I can see that too, because like, like I said, that it's a it's a real niche business over there at uh, uh, Snapchat. Now, what about TikTok? Um, TikTok, I'm not, I, I haven't transitioned yet, uh, but I know a lot of people who are on it, and a lot of people are just, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a gold rush right now. You know, you're getting quick, you got something going, you can really, you know, really boom. I haven't, I just haven't gotten over to doing it yet. Okay, so that's something that might happen in the future, because you never know what, because you know, a young lady can, or a young man could take just 20 seconds of your song and make you a millionaire, it seems like, now with that. Is that correct? Absolutely, JR, absolutely, bro. That's- potential is, is massive. Okay, now let's get into some other stuff because I did a little digging around because you know i got to be investigative. you got a documentary, correct? Yes, yes, I do. Well, let the let the audience, the world know about this real quick. Okay, so uh, let's see. Back in 2013, I believe it was. Um, so taking, taking everybody back to when I was working for the Holistic Center, um, it was Firm Body Evolution. I was working for a man named Joseph. Uh, and that's when I met my, my mentor, Christine Devine. Um, it's a short little story. She ran up to me and says one day, she goes, hey, do you know anything about music? And I, was, I told her that I did music and I was a singer. And she let me uh, listen to one of her um, one of her kids' uh, songs and she wanted my opinion. I gave her my honest opinion. And, um, and that was that. And she walked off. Uh, and then my coworkers were like, do you know who that was, who you were talking to? And I, I, had, I didn't know who she was, but she was actually the local news lady who's been doing the news for Fox 11 in Los Angeles for the past 25-odd years, you know. And she, she's, she has all kinds of awards. You know, she has 16 Emmys. You know, you could look her up. And uh, her and I really, really developed a really strong relationship, you know. I don't know how it happened, but I, like I said, I really believe, you know, you get back what you put out. And that year, 2012, I said... It's, instead of blocking my energy, instead of 
judging everybody, I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be a positive light and try to really bring out the light in other people. So um, her and I uh, we developed a relationship, and she said that she needed a male vocalist to sing for her segment called Wednesday's Child that airs on Wednesdays for Fox. It's an organization that helps adopted kids find what we call forever homes. It's a permanent home. Okay. Um, I ended up I ended up helping to write the tribute song for that segment and. Since that day, uh, I, I was a singer on it as well. Um, shout out to my boy Nexus. Also, he was the, he was a rapper, um, and he was the one who who uh, I listened to her song while we were at the gym. But um, from that day forward, we went on tour. We did you know tens of shows at auctions, at uh, at fundraisers. You know, it, it, it was like it was it was too much for me because I just got down to LA and I'm like, wow, this is actually. This is actually happening. So, um, Christine says, Lotus, just be patient. Be patient. Just ride with us. Just keep showing up, and then it will be your turn. Uh, I didn't know what she meant by then, but uh, ultimately she said, hey, I got this documentary idea. You know, if you're down, we can start it, you know, and all you got to do is just record every day and just, you know, talk to the camera, and then, you know, it'll be kind of like a keeping up with Lotus type of, type of segments. Um, but, Ultimately, you're turning to live in his dream, and we got the whole documentary out about my life. You know where, where, you know where I began, where I was currently, what the projects were that we're building on, and the overall general message. You know to everybody who's chasing their dreams, and you know uh, as well as a voice for those who probably felt like they didn't have one. Okay, so so that was pretty fundamental in getting you started in, in doing more heavy video conscious type stuff about yourself. Like uh, like a video journal to a degree, and then it became a big uh, documentary here. So, are, is there anything else in the works past this documentary, like in the near future? Or are you doing something? Because I noticed that you got something you want to tell us about in just a second. Uh, you got a little news segment going on in LA right now, correct? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we'll oh yeah, of course. Um, so. As far as, uh, I, don't, I don't mean to backtrack, but real quick, though, uh, as far as the documentary goes, um, we had that in film festivals. My overall goal with that was just to, you know, just to reach out to, to trouble you. And from that, we got invited a couple of times to speak at the uh, Los Angeles Detention Center uh, a couple of times. And they showed my documentary there. And, you know, the kids are really blown away that I actually showed up after the documentary ran. And uh, we got to perform for them, so that was freaking amazing. So, okay, so um, good outreach. Absolutely, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. As far as the story, uh, yeah, man, this is like some breaking news for me. It uh, there's a story that ran last night um, on Fox 11, and uh, it uh, it was a story about me pretty much reconnecting with my father, and it, it just so happens that it was made possible by this whole COVID lockdown. Okay, so what exactly happened? I mean, I know we're not going to take away from the story, but just a, a little short thing. You just ended up in Houston now, correct? Pretty much, yeah. Um, like, uh, like, like the way that I met you out there in Hollywood. Um, you know, I was pushing my mixtapes on the boulevard with, the, with my fellow black boys out there, and um, and uh, I noticed, you know, the whole the, the busyness started to really taper off, and you know, sales kind of slowed down. So I reached out to my father. Um, just recently, we, I, I tried to rekindle our relationship and, you know, I've been really trying to hold that down and I was talking to him. I'm like, yo, this is what's happening. 
know, what do you recommend? He goes, if you'd like, you can come stay out, stay out here in Houston with me. Um, you know, it, it, so that being an option, I'm like, okay, so things are getting progressively worse. I'm gonna go ahead and do it, bam. So since staying with my father, uh, I still have the relationship, you know, with Christine Devine for Fox 11 News. So she, you know, she's like, you know, let's cover the story. So I told her about, you know, where I was, how I'm getting to know my father better. And, you know, I'm connecting with my half sister as well, because she's not that far out here also. And, um, and yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of positive aspects in this whole lockdown uh, right, you know, and so and I'd rather focus on those rather than the negative ones. All right, so let me ask you a hard hitting question: What is it going to take to get you to Austin, Texas? What's it going? What's it going to take to get me there? Yeah. Oh man, bro. I'm listen. I'm a huge Texan fan, bro. Uh, all the way from Waco, Texas. Uh, you know, Austin, San Antonio. You know, H Town, bro. You know, you just say the word, man, and I'll be out there. I, I'm going to go rock out, man. Um, shout out to my boy, Blake Crenshaw. He's a, he's a huge up-and-coming artist. You know, he's out there in Waco, Texas. Uh, yeah, man, just say the word. You know, reach out to LotusJackson at gmail.com or on Instagram, Lotus with an I. We'll set the event. I'll do charity events. You know, I love to give back. I love to perform. I love to uplift. Okay, because I'm thinking, you know, Austin is a big music battleground. It's a, it's a place that music's cultivated in the Midwest. So I'm thinking this could be a new opportunity for you out here in the Midwest. Is, is that kind of what you were looking forward to also? Or is it just the COVID-19 lets you rekindle things with your dad? And you're like, man, I can make music out here in Houston. I can do some things out here in the Midwest. Man, I, I, it would be more than my pleasure to be able to network, branch out, and grow with the great state of Texas. Okay. So let's go on to, um, we'll get back to the, the main single and stuff in just a moment. But let's talk about uh, this whole COVID lockdown thing. Now, with you, has this uh, given you a, a little bit more star power with being able to do uh, like cameo type stuff, like the, the video uh, at home concert type deal? Has that worked out in your favor pretty good? Uh, there's been, a, there's been a, uh, a lot of people reaching out to me to participate in events like that. For example, um, shout out to Rocky and Mimi over at uh, Rock the Mic Live, you know, every Thursday. Um, they continued their their performances. They took it from a theater and continued theirs online. Um, I did one of their shows, I want to say about a month ago, and I would love to do their shows more frequently. Um, so, yeah, be, be sure to follow them online. That's Rock the Mic Live on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, yeah, man, I, this, this lockdown has definitely freed my time up to where I can do more things creatively, ha uh, clear my mind to, to where I can focus a lot more on things, you know, that, that, that matter most to me right now. Um, and, uh, and yeah, man, uh, yeah, the, the online is de definitely popping right now. Okay, so let's do a little cultural thing right here. Tell me the difference in a day in the life of you in Los Angeles to the day in the life of you in Houston now. Life in Los Angeles, man. Okay, so you know, I uh, I wake up, I grab my CDs, you know, I, I put my CDs and everything inside my little uh, inside my little bag. I get ready, you know, shave the face, do my thing, and then uh, I hop in the car, and I go drop the girl off, you know. Then I go to the boulevard, park the car, get on the boulevard, say what's up to all my people, you know, get a little bit of coffee and whatnot, you know, iced tea. And then I'm hustling from about 9 o'clock till about 2 o'clock, meeting and greeting, spinning CDs on my fingers, you know what I'm saying, taking pictures. And uh, from that time, 
usually promoting a show or an event that's happening that week. So I'll I'll leave the boulevard, go home, you know, get ready, switch my outfit, and then go ahead and do the show, go perform wherever it's at, do my thing, come home, burn some more CDs, boom, 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 and then repeat the next day. Okay, and what's it like in Houston? What you doing now? Let's see. So Houston, um, I'll wake up. Hop on the computer. Uh, I'll do some mixing, do some producing, some you know, some engineering, and uh, I'll put out some ads on Craigslist because I'm, uh, you know, I'm also a professional audio engineer. Shout out to everybody I'm working with already out here in Houston. Okay. And uh, you know, set appointments, uh, get people to come in, and uh, go hit the pool, hang out with my Houston folks. Shout out to Lena. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to everybody else, man. And. Um, that's pretty much been it, you know, so far outside of grocery shopping. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to, like, trying to involve myself, trying to branch out more. Like, uh, I'm not sure if I said, but I've been out here probably, like, maybe a month and a half. So I'm still uh, steadily growing and trying to branch out and really, you know, hold, lock, lock in some some solid network affiliates. Okay, I see. So you're just getting your feet wet now. You're going to get them settled on the ground, and then you're going to keep branching out. So in the future, we're talking – after we figure out COVID-19, because we don't know everything that's going to happen with it. But I'm I'm hoping, and I'm thinking 2021, probably the spring of next year, people will be more open to performing places. Because we know we're going to have a harsh winter. It ain't going to be too much going on, more than likely. If it isn't, then I know you'll be out there somewhere. Where do you see yourself performing next? Are you going to eventually make this run to the East Coast? Or come to the Mid-Atlantic? Or above the mason Dixon yeah. line? Shoot. I, I, I see myself going, you know... Where, wherever it takes me, I, I kind of live my life. Um, I should be more planned, you know. I should prioritize more, but I live my life kind of as a free spirit, you know, or a Rolling Stone. Um, so things like 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 this event popping up right now, you know, with, uh, doing this podcast with you, I'm like, oh yeah, shit, throw it in, let's do it, man. You know, I didn't see this coming. Fuck it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, to swear, but that's all the word explicit content. I always I fail to mention that, but yeah, you speak your mind <laughs> on here. Speak your mind. Alright. Yeah. So I see myself performing, at, you know, at any venue. Like this lockdown has really showed me that, you know, you know, while while certain people will bug you, sometimes you don't want to be social, sometimes you don't want to go out and be around people. But this lockdown has showed me that you need people. You need people for your health, you know. Um, so whether it be the local bar or this place down the road called Dosi Do, you know, like put me on stage. I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to go turn up, have fun, you know, laugh and smile, you know, make some errors with people. So let me ask you this. Being in Texas, is this, is this the furthest east you've been? Uh, let's see. This is the furthest I've been to really experience the place. I've, I've been to New York for New York Fashion Week, and um, I've been to Virginia, you know, for a little bit, just to, you know. But I haven't really like tested the waters much out in those other places. So I would say yes. This is this is the furthest you know east that I've been able to experience. Most right, definitely. So, so let me say this to you. So you're in, you're in Texas and Houston right now. Uh, we, we don't plan trips, we don't figure out life, but I would say the next jump for you, just in the, just imagining things, would almost be like Louisville, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Ohio type area. With the with the vibe in your music, could you see yourself somewhere out there like that? And we're not going to... Go ahead. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah and I can see it too, and not so much into the politics and everything that's going on out there, but your sound and stuff like that, might might change a lot of opinions of how people were doing things out there. Hey, hey, I'm optimistic. I can see it too. Okay, okay. Now let's get into the original green grass. 
My question for you is this, and this is what listeners, and this is what inspiring artists always want to know. What is the actual creative process for making a song? How did you how did you just decide that this was going to be the song that you were going to do? Now, I know you plugged in earlier about your creative energies for the song, so I'll get more specific with what I'm really asking you. What I'm asking you is, all right, we got the plug for the song, so that's already taken care of. Now, the, the creative energy, like, what did you do that day? Were you eating some type of fruit? Were you just randomly, what were you doing? I was uh, I was just deep thinking. I mean, listen, I'll be real, okay? I take baths pretty often, okay? I was sitting in the motherfreaking bath, had some candles lit, and I was thinking deeply in my head, meditating, and I was thinking, I was like, how do I truly feel right now, man? And, and uh and that's how that's how it felt just that hook having something that i didn't want you know i'm like i gotta just say that and then from there i just i just, I just built around it you know okay now what's the next project gonna sound like yeah what, what's that what's project. yeah what's the next sound you're gonna come out with let's see man i really like the meets Michael Jackson meets meets J. Cole, you know, where it's like I'm not gonna hold back on what I'm saying and it's gonna it's gonna be you know what's gonna be said with, with some bite. You feel me? And then uh and it has to be smooth. So I really like I like that vibe. I got a project that's coming out right now with my boy Giles aka Peter Parker five one three. Uh it's called the uh, Magnanimous Two. You know, um and that one's gonna have uh you know he's from Ohio so that's gonna have that kind of swag but we both LA um, I think that, you know, the green grass wide awake vibe is, is, uh, is pretty much going to be what you guys going to see. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Now, how do you, how do you work these things out? Like with blending your talent with other talent, like how does a guy from LA or your, we'll say Seattle base hook up with a guy from Ohio? Cause Ohio, you got nice cities, but you mostly got a lot of farmland. How does that work out? Okay. Now, outside of this, um, the music. Where can you grab this music at? If someone wants to buy Lotus Jackson's music, we're not talking about just sitting on Spotify putting it on a playlist. Because you know you got some people thirty and higher, thirty-five to forty that actually still buy music. So where can they go to buy this music? And you could uh you, you can buy the actual album from the iTunes store. Um and uh I, I got a I got a website, I believe it's still uh Um otherwise uh you can get it all for free on YouTube. Okay, because we're always trying to see how we can Help somebody profit and get things going. All right, so now, here's some, okay, now here goes my my next question. You're an engineer. You're working on music. What type of um, audio are you using, um, like, software to take care of your music? What, what, do you, what, are you, what, is, what are you, are you a Windows man? Are you an uh, Apple guy? What are you? Uh, 
Okay, so you're a firm believer and you ain't got to break the bank to take care of your music, right? I, 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 with, what we have right now, Okay. Looks like we're getting a little disturbance on your end. Sounds like I'm losing you a little bit. So look, I'm going to hold the recording for a second. Now, is there anybody in your camp that you want to give a shout out to? Like that helps on a production end that does this or that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say a uh, shout out to my boy, you know, down there in uh, Argentina. Man, my boy uh, Pedro Adrioni, and you can follow him online at P period A period on period the period track. It's P A on the track. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal talent. This guy's got freaking trap beats. He's got beats. He's got he's got vibe, bro. You gotta mess with him, man. It's, I'm, I'm in a whole different uh, playing arena now that I got him on a squad. Um, also, shout out to my boy Giles, aka Peter Parker Five One Three, and he's the one I was saying he's from Ohio. You know, I definitely got to shout him out, man. He's one of my main inspirators. He keeps me motivated. He keeps me on my toes. And uh, shout out to everybody else, man. Team WC, you know, Britt J, you know, Christine Devine, everybody else in the squad, man. You know, they've been holding down for a long time. I, I owe them a lot, you know, because we've been rocking with each other, you know, or with the, you know, with, our, with each other for almost 10 years now. Um, other than that, uh, I want to give a special shout out to Tiffany Games with the Modern Records. Um, that's the, uh, I, I, we, we just, okay, so we have a collaboration album. It's called The Light Show. Um, and I, I signed that deal probably about, uh, just about a year ago. Um, and it's, it's just now running. Um, it's currently charting number 23 on the billboards. Oh, and, billboard. and it's all number 20, it's also number five on the iTunes for new releases, uh, for new pop album releases. How does that make you feel, though? How does that make you feel? <laughs> Yeah, I'm buzzing, bro. You know what I mean? I'm buzzing right now. And it's like, you know, it, it, it couldn't have come at a more, like, puzzling time. You feel me? Because it's like, we, we got the shutdown, the lockdown. I got some, you know, drama popping off over here, you know. And then, then I got I got these things happening right now online. It's like, I, I give all grace to God, you know, because, you know, I, I really I really do think that, you know, each individual, you know, you, you get what what's coming to you. You know what I mean? I really believe that. Okay, now, now with, with the success, uh, I always try to get people to give back in the in the podcast this way. Give me some inspirational points, like because there's been something that's motivated and moved you to do music on on different levels. Who or what motivated you to like go hard in the paint for your music right now? Like just to be out here putting the CDs out. Did someone who, who put something in your head or what put something in your head? to go so hard for your music. Mm -hmm. I was saying my brother Dustin. Brother Dustin, he's doing life in prison right now. Um, growing up, he was, him and I were pretty much the closest. You know, we have the same, both parents. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but growing up, him and I would always do the same thing. We'd always be doing Daredevil stuff, this and that. In uh, 2007, I, uh, well, 2006, I got, I got caught selling drugs. And so 2007, I ended up turning myself into Los Angeles or Washington State Corrections, you know, facilities. And I, I did six months prison time. Um, but the first month I turned myself in, um, I called, I called home because I went in on August 3rd. And then on August 22nd, I called, I called my mom and my mom, you know, she, she, 
let me know that my little brother had been arrested and the charge was first degree murder. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's doing 27 years right now. And we you know while I was writing to him, like instantly when I got that news while I was in prison, my whole like prison for me stopped. You feel me? Like everything that I was tripping on, everything just stopped. And I said to myself, I said, you know, it's like, I got to do something. You know, I really got to do something. I got to commit myself and I got to do it to the fullest, to the max. Because I, I said to my brother Dustin, I said, no matter what I do, bro, like I, I'm going to get you out. You know, like I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a blow up, bro. I'm going to get so much money, throw it at whoever. And we're going to make a difference, man. And that's that's never changed since day one, you know. So everything I do, I do it to the max. And and uh, that's that's one of my main, main, main ins inspirations of uh, going hard. Now, now we'll build on top of that with this. I'm an aspiring artist. I want to make music. What do you tell me to do in this day and age in music? Where do I start? Uh, you start with your cell phone. You know what I mean? You start with your cell phone, and you go and you get a beat that you like. You know, a, a beat that you like. Or you can get a, a, a beat that you know uh, from a song that, that you like and just practice to it. And then when you're done practicing, record yourself. When you're done recording yourself, post it on whatever social media platform of your choice. And you add a bunch of hashtags to it, you know, and then uh, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like hashtags as in like singer, you know, uh, song, anything that if you're wearing like a color, if you're wearing green, put green, you know, put pants, anything that can bring attention to your platform and do it every freaking day. Yep. And so you never rest. Just keep going. Keep freaking going. Keep going. And I say keep going because what separates people that make it in this in this industry as well as any industry from the ones that don't make it is that the ones that make it just don't stop going. They continue to just keep going, doing their craft, and getting it right. Yep, absolutely. All right. So in the next seven days, here's my question to you. What will be going on in your life in the next seven days? What are you doing? What's what's the weekend look like? Shoot, man. I, I just put out a, a new song. It's called Mufasa. It's on my SoundCloud. You can get to my SoundCloud at uh, soundcloud.com uh, forward slash Lotus dash Jackson dash official and uh, dot com, you know, and uh, it's called Mufasa. So I'm going to be uh, completing this this music video for this song. I did the whole music video on my cell phone and I'm doing all the edits you know, on my cell phone as well. Um, and it's actually a lot easier to do it this way than the traditional way that I'm used to. And it's doing all the editing on my computer, which is, like I said, going back to technology and all the tools that we have at our disposal for free, it just makes no sense not not to take advantage of them. So I'm going to be finishing this music video and uh, I might be doing a couple other photo shoots out here. I got another podcast that's coming up this, uh, this, this month, I believe. So I'm going to be doing that. And uh, just put, I'm going to be putting out more content, man. I'm going to be uh, uh, working with other Houston artists. Uh, and hopefully I can, you know, get on their songs because I've always considered myself a hook, man. I wanted to be the, the, the next uh, Nate Dog. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, put me on all the hooks. I'll sing for you, man. Shoot. So I'm going to be putting out music, man. I'm going to be putting out content, JR. All right. So let me ask you this. This is, this is one of the things that I always get people with at the end of our conversations. What's keeping you from doing a podcast? Um, shoot, I, I, you know, I don't think anything's keeping me from doing it, man. I think, um, I think I would say, okay, if something was to keep me from doing it, I'd say it would be me, my organizational skills. You know, it's, it's factoring that in with, with, with what I'm doing, 
mine's always been like the other way around because uh you know when i was out there on the boulevard hustling pushing mixtapes i'd meet other artists and then i'd put them on my story and then i'd kind of you know interview them and, and talk to them outside of that i did run a uh cabby vision um cabby vision show where we interviewed uh mainstream artists where we talked about current events and just went to different went to different places and you know and, and gave presentations um so that was pretty cool that that was you know that that was live i had a lot of fun doing that and i learned a lot so i think you know shoot if it, if, if it comes you know if i meet somebody who's like hey i want to start a podcast with you you know let's do it you know if if you want to invite me on your podcast regularly jr i'm for it you feel me yeah but i'm thinking about something because you got a name right your podcast mm-hmm. could be called The Lotus Effect. <laughs> and you, you got it right there. I like that. Shoot. Shoot you know, not plugging my sponsor or anything, but you can just hit over to Anchor and put it on your cell phone. And you can do everything from there like you was telling the audience just a minute ago. Hey, that's not a bad idea, man. Yeah, it's something to think about. But once again, I want to thank you for coming on. And it's been a pleasure, a real pleasure talking to you about everything that's going on with you, the past, the present, the middle, and everything extra. Um, before we sign off, I need you to give your motto and your message to the crowd. Oh, shoot. Okay, so uh, my, my, my message to the crowd, for everybody, um, it may be hard, you know, but love over hate. You feel me? Just love over hate. Okay. So that's, that's the message. And I'm going to thank you again, and we're going to sign off, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, for the song Greengrass that's produced uh, by my boy Pedro out of Argentina and um, and uh, by your boy Lotus motherfucking Jackson, featuring none other than Giles 5-1 motherfucking 3 out of Ohio, currently in L.A., I'm currently in Texas. So we all, you know, we, we worldwide. We're all Americans, but we worldwide. So the creative process for the song green grass initially happened when um i was uh getting out of the bathroom and in my head i was just thinking you know i was thinking deep about you know relationship my past relationships and you know um and like mistakes that i that i've made in my relationships and uh in my head you know i it just came to me i said having something that i didn't want to wanting something that i had you know Basically saying that, you know, it's, you know, a lot of times, man, you don't even realize the things that you need, you know what I'm saying, until the in, until you fucking, until they're gone, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much how that, how the hook came about. And then I guess everything else kind of fell into its place as far as like, uh, after I, after I, uh, I found, a, I found a song that I really liked online, a beat. So I took that beat. Put in my little recording, so- my little recording software. You know, Logic Pro. Shout out to Logic Pro Tan users. You know, all of my fellow engineers out there. Um, and uh, I pretty much just sang that to the song, having something that I did. You know what I'm saying? And then from that part, I just built around it with some, you know, some random freestyle things that I really truly mean. You know, um, and then that was basically the song. You know, the song starts with a uh, uh, green, green grass. Green grass, green grass. And that's basically talking about, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. It's not talking about no drugs or nothing. That's the ideology of the song. And then, you know, it goes into let me squeeze that, squeeze that, squeeze that. 
Talking about a screen grab, that's a queen's ass. I need that relapse on your mother freaking back. Yeah, relapse. But anyways, that right there is talking about basically fantasizing, you know, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you know. And then, um, yeah, you know, the next verse, you know, the next verse that comes, um, it's talking about a freaking headache and then it's talking about mistakes and then. You know, the mistake was done. I don't really get too deep into it, but, you know, I kind of create the intro, leave out the majority of the body, and just go right for the conclusion, um, metaphysically, metaphorically. (laughs) So I put that song out, and then uh, a a friend of mine, you know, who was was actually friends of, uh, friends with uh, freaking Giles, but... Giles friend Giles introduced me to Pedro who is a phenomenal freaking producer and uh he he said hey I got a beat for that so or let me make a beat for that song I'm like all right so we swapped out the old beat that I found online and put his beat on it and when I tell you he did that shit justice he did that shit justice you know shout out to him shout out to Giles too man um and then and I said Giles you want to get on he said hell yeah so my boy motherfucking Giles then jumped on and did his motherfucking thing, shit. Um, so, so that's the background of Green Grass, and uh, now we got the track, man. Green Grass remix. Diamonds in my mouth, girls up in my house. Needed something that was Green Grass. Green grass, green grass Let me squeeze that, squeeze that, squeeze that Talking about a screen grass, green grass Eat that, relapse on your motherfucking bed I'm squeeze that, relax, relax Something that I didn't want Wanted something that I had Having something that I didn't need To need something that was meant for me Having something that I didn't want to Wanted something that I had Diamonds in my mouth Girls up in my house Having something that I didn't want to Wanted something that I had Having something that I didn't need Needed something that wasn't for me once you show them love, they gon' act like you ain't gave them shit. What type of game is this? I keep showing up, flaming shit. You never know the cost of love and tell us, call it quits. We keep falling off every time I slip. She keep calling back. I just miss the lips. I just crack the fifth. I just let the slip. Why can't I forget? Uh, she keep calling back. I just miss the lips. I just crack the fifth. I just let the split. Why can't I forget? Whoa. Having something that I didn't want, wanted 
I didn't want to Wanted something that I had Diamonds in my mouth Girls up in my mouth Trying to figure this out Having something that I didn't want to Wanted something that I had Having something that I didn't need I needed something that was meant for me Diamonds in my mouth Girls up in my house Trying to figure this out Trying to figure this out Diamonds in my mouth you play that. Girls up in my house Trying to figure this out Something that was different Green grass, green grass, green grass Let me squeeze that, squeeze that I 
having something that I didn't need I needed something that was in for me Diamonds in my mouth Girls up in my house Trying to figure this out Trying to figure this out